Striding Wall Awesome Podcast Radio Hour. <laughs> oh, God. Yo. Do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO. Mellow Grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. All oh, this melts of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO, you only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No, beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I screwed it up. Boys in the hood. The boys in the hood are always hard. Game on. Game on. Game off. Car. Car. Game on. Game on. Car. <laughs> All right. I don't know what that is, but to me, it sounds like flame on. Seriously? Wait, 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 you wait, know, wait. wait. You don't know what that's from? I have no idea where that's from. What? You, you just sheltered. You're young such a millennial. I know. Oh wow! It's Give me something. It came out in 1992. Uh, maybe the most popular comedy of that decade. One of yep. them, starring two characters from Saturday Night Live. As ragged uh, as it gets. Are we talking about Night at the Roxbury? Nope. I don't know. Night at the Roxbury, he says. <laughs> Guess one. Wow. Bonus trivia. Yeah. One, oh, one of the books. Um, Most popular comedy of the decade. There's a... <laughs> often, often titled that. Yeah. I would say so. This was uh, the scene we were talking about was they're playing hockey on the street. In Illinois somewhere? Yeah. Blackhawks jerseys. Uh, I would imagine. Yeah. Noah's Arcade certainly does suck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Whoa. Uh, Wayne's World. Wow, yeah. good job. Yeah. Thank you for getting there. We would have had to yeah. start a new podcast. It's basically what Driving While Awesome is. We're just Pretty automotive much. version. But oh, what, yeah, what you're was, right. But what was their version? What were they doing? They were doing they their talked about, talk show. About yeah. what? Just <laughs> what it was about. It was about music, right? Not really. They had inventors and yeah, they yeah, had, that, they they had that sucker they had guy stuff. on. <laughs> they had stuff. Well, I mean, that's us. Eventually, when we start bringing yeah. in, you know, real. Sponsors. I think it was essentially a talk show. Is yeah. what they were. Where it boils down. It was like to. a wake up, uh, <laughs> Illinois. Or right, whatever. right, right. Wait, good morning, Illinois. Exactly. Yeah. But it was it was late night, and then I, they also played music. The format would really work for us if we just had that couch and that studio set up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The basement what, sort of thing. What was that show? Fishmasters. Oh. <laughs> so that's 2 a.m. Fishmasters. Of course, yeah. yeah. I never could understand anything going on. No. I could never complete an episode. I, even if I wasn't drunk, I felt drunk. Yeah. Because also, Dude, we were one, like 13 at it the was, time. It was 1.35 in the morning. Yeah. And this show comes so on. so good. It's shot on like a, your mom's v, VHS recorder. <laughs> now you're bringing Lane's mom into it. <laughs> uh, not, not Lane's mom. Have you ever yeah. seen that art? Yeah, yeah, totally. Okay, okay. I don't know what happened to that show. It's, I think it's a. What thing. happened? Why is that? Why is that not around anymore? Yeah, um, the man took him down. I would think yeah. they could have a popular YouTube page at least. So popular. Yeah. If only we could be as creative as Fishmasters. DWA can aspire to something. Are they like, like that. seventy years old now? Who would have thought though that you could make a show like that? Well, there's a lot of weird shows nowadays. Yeah. Was it on like PBS or something? Is that why? Maybe they were getting well, public public TV, right? <laughs> it was on after it was, it was on, on NBC like, after it, SNL. Yeah, exactly. It was after SNL. That show was on, and it was way um, after NSL, uh, SNL. Yeah, it was right? after the show after. So it was yeah. like after Carson Daly or whatever. After after uh, it was late. SNL deep yeah. into the night, it like was. an hour after SNL. Because you know, it's a funny Fishmasters didn't work in primetime. <laughs> It's so weird. It was on at two in the morning. What was it about, dude? Fish dude, they had like sense. it was like dramatic it was, comedy. It was like, those two white trash dudes. Yeah, and they, they would just... go fishing. I guarantee you, and you stuff could, would happen. You could to see them. it on YouTube. I'm sure. Oh, there's an I episode check it out. All I sure. all I remember is the intro. Really, I think I mostly Fish turned Master. it off pretty close after. I that. encourage yeah, everyone to check it out and uh, you know leave comment, a, leave, leave a, a comment. That we on should, our next on our episode announcement, we should do DWA does Car Masters. No, oh, wow, that, <laughs> that didn't work too well. No. You, you don't think so? Nah, time and a place. <laughs> yeah, you it's hard make... to compete with Fish Masters. <laughs> it is. <laughs> You're really just recycling a b- brilliant idea. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's get the obvious out of the way here. Art is sort of back. Art, how are you? I'm doing well. I'm uh out on the east coast uh drinking an 
1893. It's called Ginger Cola from the makers of Pepsi Cola. And it's not expired? Uh, no. And I'm very, very happy about this because this is like OG cola, the way it used to be made without the cocaine part out uh, <laughs> in there. Um, but do you guys remember Red Bull Cola by any chance? Yeah. They also made a um, – gosh, what was it? Was it Monster or – one of those cola as well. I do not remember Red Bull. Is it made by it was, Red I Bull? Think it was Rockstar. It was Rockstar Cola. Oh, really? And I never saw that. But Red Bull Cola was amazing, and it's such. It was a total marketing flop because people heard Red Bull Cola and they thought Red Bull and Cola. That's terrible. But it was actually a really killer product. It was like twenty herbs and spices, all like basically natural ingredients. You know, no artificial anything, and it did have cola or coca leaf extract what? which, which wow. fucked them up in a lot of places where um, was this sold in, in the u.s in, i bought it in california all the time yeah oh, wow. um, all the time all the, t- all the time yeah, bro. It, was, it was kind of addicting you know i so, wonder why so why, why are we talking about this for the like, uh, uh you're on an east know. coast fall foliage trip that's kind of the he was drinking some main idea that's why this is what i'm drinking right now uh basically i'm a three hours later than you guys trying to stay awake after a full day of driving there you uh, go but no, this is drinking, uh, delicious drinking Ginger beer. Yeah. Okay. Ginger cola. Hey, Art, where exactly are you? I am in Portland, Maine. Dude, that's I'm out there, way man. Up here. So yeah, the nice. fall fall foliage thing, that, that goes all the way up to Maine and down to Vermont. Is that kind of like the, the heart of it? Uh, yeah, basically, like, immediately west from Portland, Maine is when you start getting into it. Uh, but, yeah, this is – you start from up here, essentially. Um, but, yeah, it's it's a trippy little town. I don't know if you guys have ever been up here. No, I mean, I've never, it's, I've never, never been. I've never been. New York. It, it's sort of been. like – Sort of like biggest little city style, like kind of like Reno, where you have like all of these sort buildings of like sort Reno? of bunched together. So it has big uh, hotels too? Um, yeah, big hotels. And then there's the population of the entire place is 66,000 people. I thought it was like super big. small. Well, I mean, that's yeah. bigger than I would have pictured, actually. Um, but it seems Sanders. like, you know, when you roll up, I mean, you see all these, you know, big buildings. It's got like a proper little downtown and like, you know, breweries and blah, blah, blah. And then you look at the specs and you're like, holy shit, like it's, or, you know, it's, it's a pretty small place. But I mean, understandably so, I guess it's way up here, you know, like, um, kind of isolated. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, no, uh, no cool cars. No cool cars up here. No cool cars. No cool cars. NCC. <laughs> no trucks. <laughs> no, uh, utility vehicle kind of thing. Nah, not really. Just a lot of, I mean, I mean, you know, your run-of-the-mill SUVs and whatnot. But you just uh, got there. Maybe cars, you haven't yeah, gotten deep yeah. yet. But my car is by far the coolest in town. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, so tell the listeners what you are driving. Well, I'm before we get around. into the car stuff, I mean, how's the foliage? Foliage really? is, we're not there yet. We're, we're coastal, bro. The, the foliage is inland. There's no yeah, foliage so. out there? No, it's desert. Uh, barely. A little bit. It's desert. Little <laughs> it's a desert. It's just foliage. desert. Huh? Yeah. It's, Camels? Uh, sand dunes only. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. It's basically the Kalahari of the Northwest. <laughs> I mean, Northeast, rather. Uh, <laughs> the Mirages and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Oasis, like a yeah. motherfucker. <laughs> um, totally. Maybe we should talk but, about the uh, his rental car next podcast. Yeah, know. next podcast. If he makes oh, it. Oh, we will. We will. Yeah, we'll right. get there. We'll get there. Uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll tell you just it, a little guy's... brief uh, brief preview, though. I'm cruising around in a 2015 Maserati Ghibli. SQ4. Oh, I love the uh, SQ4. That's my favorite. Yeah. That's you always got to go model, SQ4. Yeah. I always say. <laughs> uh, so that's four-wheel drive? Is that what the four stands for? That is. It's all-wheel drive, I'm and sure it's, it's the S, bro. So it's got a four over 400 cylinder. horsepower. Oh, is that what the four is for? Four is no, for four-wheel drive. That's what the S is for. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's the what's S. What's the Q for? Q's for questions like these. Hey, it's for quad, but I'll come back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so we'll get into more of that later, but for now... How do you feel about throwing out some answers to questions? I think we should do some of that. Yeah, Art, has it been two weeks? Where the hell were you anyway? I wrote, I wrote you off a long time ago. There was some math conference or something? Of course. Yeah, I was, I, was, I was trying to figure out this new like theoretical <laughs> physics thing. Yeah, and, you know, I figured tournament? I'd just attend some conferences, a tournament. <laughs> 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 I was like battling robots on my computers. I knew it. I know. Um, but yeah, no, there was a little bit of a yeah miscommunication there um, on oh, my yeah. end, I guess. Yeah, yeah, although, I, although I had posted, um, you know, a while back uh, the dates. But anyways, yeah, last week I was at some tech Post? bullshit, and uh, that's why I was not in. But uh, well, we missed you, and Jaylen yeah, missed you too. I know that was an awesome show, guys. Good yeah, job. Thank you. Thanks. It was all Jay. Uh, all right, so 
on Instagram. We're going to answer some questions that the listeners have submitted. I think we have like 30-ish, something like that. Oh, so. before we do that. Yeah. Radwood's happening. Dude. It Radwood is big too. time, right? L.A. December, Anaheim, December, Yeah. Los Angeles County. You can throw yeah, that yeah. out there. Uh, December 2nd. No, 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 no. It's not Los Angeles County. It's Orange County. Oh, yeah, you're right. Oh, it is Orange County. O.C. Uh, December 2nd. Uh, it's coming up. Get your rad rides ready. Yep. Go to, uh, you can go to radwood.org or radwood.co to buy tickets and just register for your car or just register as a guest. And they've been coming in too. Registrations yeah, have been flowing been pouring in. in. And we're very happy to have Jalopnik on as a title sponsor. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think it's going to be very, very cool. So. Kind of excited. Uh, it's pretty exciting. Right? It's interesting too. I was looking at, uh, you know, our viewer slash listenership on the Instagrams, you know, mm-hmm. it tells you where people are from and it's majority is LA. So, yep. oh, really? It'd be kind of cool to see some people we haven't met before. And I yeah, know, I'm, I'm excited. A lot of stuff will come out of the woodwork too. You so. might even have to sign autographs, Lauren. Only on breasts. Men, okay. Good to male, get right out in the open. <laughs> male breasts, size B or bigger. He's oh, gonna bring players. a little, hey. little shaver with him so he can shave. A little yeah, well, I already have that. Well, I heard Fabio's coming, so you're set there. He's Whoa, got some, he's, yeah. he's chesty. Those he's are a chesty blonde. Those are bees. And we have to give props to Art because he was the big uh, oh, yeah. force behind getting locking down the venue and locking down Sponsorship. our sponsor. Art, congratulations, yep. man. You did it. Yeah, he's doing a lot of work. No worries, mate. I'm stoked. Yeah, no, it's going to be a really, really good one. Um, you know, Jalopnik posted a thing um, earlier today, and um, they're already getting a ton of, like, people engaged on there. I don't know if you saw that. I did not. Um, yeah. So, like, I mean, the one thing that I noticed, though, is, I mean, we're going to see how it go- I mean, obviously, we, we're going to curate, and people are going to blind shit, but um, people are commenting on S2000s, and they're kind of borderline in, and blah, blah, blah. So, we're going to be know. interesting. I no uh, Surrey Bob on that one. Know, we right? are the decider. Indeed. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that'll be uh, fun. Are you going to be running around in a tux again, Art? Maybe. <laughs> really? See, even though you don't well, have the wolf anymore? Yeah, you don't even have the NSX, so it's completely Nah, actually I'm not. No, I, I was thinking uh, bright yellow Tommy Hilfiger windbreaker. That'd be good. Uh, bri- bright yellow, uh, uh, maybe like hat with like a blue bill. And then how about this? Blue windbreaker pants to match my clown shoe. Oh, they have to be two tone. <laughs> so you're like a '90s frat boy. I guess I'm not sure exactly what's going on. Oh, um, Ashton yeah. Kutcher <laughs> in the butterfly effect. I just wanted to During be cool. The part as when I he's a frat boy. Oh, you're going deep. Whoa, I'm Way more over. of a Donnie Darko guy. <laughs> Way over my head. <laughs> All right, more about Radwood later, but uh, hopefully the listeners and anyone down uh, Southern California way or jeez, travel, come on out from wherever you know, make a trip. They've got airports down there. That's true. That's true. Hard to figure car and carry on though. That's what Turo's for. True again. True, Brian. Brian's full of good <laughs> full of <information>. truths. <laughs> right again, Donnie. Yeah. Uh, that's what BRZO is also for. Thank you. Hey, I would like it if you would start every sentence with bullet point. That's what BRZO is for. Oh, that's true. Data you know, point. I tried that with you fools, and <laughs> oh, no, what it didn't work very well. Data it point. Data point. That was, oh, yeah. So, anyways, data point. Um, by the way, I've been uh, looking at DWA uh, data point. That was a really weird thing. Hey, what is uh, Croc GT4 going to bring to Radwood? Hmm. There's a question. That is a good question. Let's, yeah. buy something. Let's mull that over. We told him the years and everything, right? I mean, that he kept harping on that. Like, no, no, no. He was, tell he me was, the year range. He was no, a he's eagle. That's for about, coastal range. That's for coastal range. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Radwood hasn't changed. And Coastal Range Rally will be coming out soon, too, so stay tuned. Uh, Brian O128 says, what do you guys think about downsizing stock rim size and increasing the sidewall height? Not just minus sizing, but gaining almost half an inch to an inch of real clearance on the vehicle. I have the dream of being able to take any bump at any speed and not worry about it. Sort of a Tarmac Rally-inspired functionality look. He's kind of going like Fiesta style. Brian McQueen. I mean, can we just say that this is exactly what I am in line with? Like, Uh you know, jumping off curbs and that sort of thing. Yeah, you do it all the time. Yeah, I think that Uh, it's, uh, (laughs) yeah, extra tire. We all agree with that. That's, I think that's great. Preaching to the choir. And we're, and big rims, big rim size is like anti DWA. This is, uh, this is very popular these days with all these Safari 911s and stuff like Mm -hmm, that. So mm -hmm. 
It's kind of safari style. I guess. Just, and yeah. I've seen a lot of Volvo 240s. I hate to say that look. it's following a 911 trend that's just mm-hmm. recently happening. kind of I mean, is. No, I don't think so. Really? I think that's coming from a Porsche-centric view, but okay, I think the idea... Dude, having like a little ground clearance, like even like little mini trucks, you know, with some meat on the tires, like just because a 911 gets a set no, of rally talking, tires doesn't talking, mean they like invented safari. Like okay. 80s rally cars is no, what invented talking, that shit. It's on cars though. So and, 80s rally cars is what inspired that okay, stuff. Okay, and that's where safari, like, but 80s rally cars. It has nothing to do with Porsche. Safari builds for left giggle. No, it does because Porsche's. The Porsche 911s, those are the ones that, they're the street-driven cars that started this new trend of safari-style street cars. I refuse to accept that Then who that did it before that? Uh, it was uh, this guy that I know by the name of Warren Madsen. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Chris uh, Paneling. Yeah. I mean, yeah. really, though. I mean, meaty, like, meaty sidewalls, whole... dude, is, like, not a new thing. Like, I picture, is, like, I picture all the Trans Am stuff, the big but bubble those tires. But those are straight-up size. Those are the same diameter right. of the factory wheel. So what he's talking about is oversized. And these new Safari 911s have kind of started that trend, and people are bringing it into everything else. So there's BMWs, there's, you know, uh, Volvos, everything else. I, I mean, give me a prime example of one that is one like. Dude, I think it's it so generic that there is no single example. Like having a meaty tire is a good thing, and I I think these safari builds are based on like, you know, a replica sort of thing from yeah rally uh, from rally cars. I but know. I don't think that they're necessarily the first person okay, who's I put think, extra think, meat on their tires, dude. Like that's a very they're obviously common thing. not the first person. They've started the trend, and I think you're talking gibberish right now. No. Well, I, we have to agree to disagree because I feel like everything in your world centers around Porsches, and I, I refuse to accept that that's okay, how you're, you're agreeing you to disagree. You seem really defensive right now. I mean, you're agreeing well, to I, disagree. I, I, I mean, I feel what you're saying. I mean, it's like, I think, like, in terms of, like, actually creating a trend that is now being actively, like, exposed and followed, like, the Porsches really kind of put the, like, shined a massive spotlight on that type of a build but i mean there's like honda guys have been doing that with the wago vans for a long time but it's like mm-hmm. again not it didn't really blow it up to the point where like now it's it, it became a trend you know like yeah, some dude, guys people aren't how taking about, as many pictures how about subaru fucking mountain Roo? like how is that not i mean just because it's not like got fancy hipster photographers taking pictures of it like dude they're I'm fucking sure literally going like off-road with big giant groups of people no, and they're, 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 they're lifting they're, their subarus and definitely is you but think that, they were inspired by porsche that's what you're telling no, me no oh. seriously because they are it, it's i'm not saying they're inspired by it either i'm saying that that those porsches have made that trend popular and almost acceptable for for the masses like there that's not saying there hasn't been niches of people doing this for years there has yeah but that has brought it to the spot the public and the spotlight put the spotlight on it and it's made it super popular i mean it's just straight up well i don't even think it's that popular it's not that popular it's a super niche thing still and like this is one guy saying that it's like you know, what do you guys think about this? Like, he's just we're, saying, we're not posting much of that. He said that this may, not that popular. He says it may or may not have been inspired from me ripping the front balance off my 2014 Mustang due to hitting it so often. So he just wants to, like, get a little bit more, like, street rally look. Yeah. And there's a lot of people who share pictures of Porsches that look like that. But, I mean, for those that were inspired by... Uh, you know, the WRC of growing up like 80s and 90s WRC, like for me, that's like the epitome of like a ultra functional car. And, you know, Porsche is one mark that did rally, but there are plenty of other marks that did it. Ford, like a Ford, uh, focus with meaty tires and, you know, jump, like jumping high in the air, you know, like, all the Audis, like that's, those were all like the inspiration for this sort of thing. But it takes guts to actually do that for that's a street what I'm build. Saying, and the Porsche I don't made think it it's acceptable. I think. Well, okay, that's so, what I'm saying. It's brought it to the public and said, "Oh, it's acceptable to do this now." And I think it, it that that's what my thinking is. I mean, and it, and if you're willing to do it on this fifty thousand, sixty thousand dollar car, then why not do it on a Volvo two forty? Why not do it on a Honda Sierra? You know, little Honda Civic. I just think like that, that Porsche flip, is going to uh, be the most popular. Flip Nick or whatever. Yeah, the, the, he's comes. He Nick comes. Phillips, he, yeah, he's been to our cars and coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. he had that Honda Civic hatch, and he. It wasn't even lifted, but kind of like the Festiva. It looked like it was lifted just because it had big the tires and it radius up. the fenders yeah, and yeah. put flares on and stuff. I yeah. mean, 
Yeah, dude. I don't know. I I I, I will definitely stand on completely the other side of the line from you. Like, I think you know. Put it's basically like when. Brian McQueen puts like the oversized white letter out tires on his Nissan pickup in high school, like on a truck. I mean, that's a truck, dude. Yeah, I know, but that's, that's what totally I that's what thing. I had, and it's like but that's, that's, a common but that's thing, totally yeah. different because people have been doing like oversized wheels that's, and tires on saying. trucks. It's, it's like on a normal street-driven thing. trucks is the most normal thing ever, and that's been normal for the last. 30 years. Well, let's not get too tied up in a single example, but... Well, <laughs> but I'm, I'm saying all trucks... That's Lane, been, you and I can argue about this one for many podcasts No, because come. trucks, that's been popular forever. That's what everyone... They either... You, you, you lift your truck or you put big tires on it. Um, but putting them on a car, I think, takes the guts, and now it's become acceptable because of this, like, this Porsche thing. This, I think this, it's helped, for sure. But other people that did it were just kind of rally weirdos. They're now weirdos. Like, now it's acceptable. Now it's like, oh, these guys in cool jeans are doing cool stuff with their Porsches. Like, dude, I mean, I think that's the only argument that you have is that it's maybe making it acceptable, which is arguable. That's what the beginning of this. The, no, you're the saying that they. That's was. like why it's a. You know, you're saying it's coming from that. Like, no, that's Lane's why saying it's that okay. it's, it's and it's come like, around and dude, it's really popular. Expensive. If, if you need totally. Porsche to be able to make it acceptable for you, that's one thing. But that's like a super personal opinion. Like. You know, I think it's absolutely been a thing for a I long think you time. have some weird people. Well, I do, dude. I have a super something. weird thing because I feel like this is like right up my alley of the stuff that I like about yeah. cars. And you saying like, oh, it's from it's because you've never done this. It's on a because this car, new dude. safari thing. I mean, like then, that, you know, that's why people are into it. You've and, never done it on a single car. I know, but, but so, you know me, yeah. and you know that that's the sort of thing I'm into. So, like, for but you, you to say that never I'm inspired it. by a Porsche, no, I'm not saying you're just inspired either. Year. That doesn't mean you're inspired. It's it's just like the general public, the people that are doing this now. A lot of them are influenced by these Porsches because those have created this acceptability of doing this to a street driven car. All right. Well, I hear exactly what you're saying, <laughs> and I all disagree. Right, with all, you. Right, all right. All right. Uh, all right. Do you have anything else to add? No, I think uh, we should move on to the next question. <laughs> yeah. Rotham Paul says, can you stereotype beer drinkers into cars they drive? Uh, double IPA drinkers being the kind of people that put watches on the steering wheel. Love the podcast. Keep it up. Um, well, I think it goes into more the alcohol they drink. Oh, that's a good call. I think it's, it's, it's gone too, beyond it's too beer. specific. Um, mm. I don't know. I drink all kind of beer, so I can't really say I'm... I'm not a one beer guy. Mm-mm. It seems like you could make some generalizations like Coors Light and Budweiser guys might drive trucks or something. No, because we drink Coors Light when we're camping, hanging out in the sun. But as a standard, I don't as know. I think standard, like maybe yeah, there's something there. Like I think it's kind of like when you start to really you find folks who are car people and are like really hardcore about artisanal beer and all that. Like they're probably going to be like the the types who are going to, the guys with all the shovels and the extra like off-road gear on their Land Rover Defender that they never take off-road. Like, I think that's a stereotype that could And be then uh, Paps Blue Ribbon is hipsters in Volvos getting yeah. coffee with no sugar and, or just really cheap, poor people. Hey, I don't, I don't put sugar in my coffee. Yeah, but you know, it's, yeah, <laughs> um, uh, yeah. It's, I, it's, that's risk man for me. It is right. PBR. Yeah. You might be able to make a parallel like Coors Light, are, uh, is for people who like quantity over quality. So it's yeah. like, I want to drink 20 beers tonight. This thing's got very low alcohol. Coors Light's the answer. And I want the most fucking horsepower and loud noises and size for my money, so I'm going to get a big lifted pickup. And then it's like the person who's like, oh, no, you know, I want to... You know, I'll go higher percent alcohol and get this gnarly special one. And then those are the people who will nerd out on the details of like, you know, I'll get the 2002 TII yeah. that's got the, you know. Are you day drinking? Do you want to be able to drink 17 beers in a day? Or are you an old dad and you want to drink two beers? Yeah, and get the most out of those two beers. <laughs> right. Then you go to hey, bed. Uh, Brian, did you know that um, the 911 Safari guys are the ones who popularized uh, Firestone Walker? Uh, my PA. That's true. I did hear that. I, I do true. agree with that. Yeah. Uh, Mike Samartano says, ugly hot. What car is but ugly, but in a weird way really turns you on? Are we supposed to not say Art's new car? No. I'm, I'm, I'm okay want. with that. That's the what first car I think dude, of. I know. I, it's hard not to. I don't think that's... That is the first car I think of, but what about uh, Pontiac Astic, dude? I've kind of come around to it. The... I, I don't turn you on. The... You're crazy. You don't really like those. 
Dude, and dude just, I understand. They're, cool. they're definitely not they're cool. as bad now when you look at them and you're like, that's not a very bad looking car compared to a lot of stuff that's come after it's it. It's so bad. But really, it's only because it's, it's popular, cool. is it? That it's popular, it popular for being so ugly that it now is like, well, it's kind of cool. No, I'm I saying it's, it's not that ugly cool. compared to some stuff that's come after it. It's almost what? like what what comes I mean, to mind. It's pretty bad. But... <laughs> what comes to mind? I'm curious. I mean, I would take a PT Cruiser. Over no that way. In styling. Oh no, no. What do you mean? I would take that. PT Cruiser has smooth lines no, and it's going for care. some aesthetic. No, nope, nope. The Aztec is awful. It, it, it doesn't even. It's a practical, a more practical pack, dude. I have I, I two words for you. I will agree with you there. Hatch tent. I will have two dude, words for you. Tent. Turbo manual. I have two words for you. Cooled center console cooler. <laughs> Three words. <laughs> oh, Aztec had that. Um, so. Racist name. Racist name. <laughs> Dude, it was. It, I, they actually checked with plastic the cladding. They checked what uh, art? They checked with the Aztec tribe before the, uh, they named it. They actually pay royalties with every. It's only sold. if Walter White didn't drive one. That would also be a thing that. No, Aztec cooler than PT Cruiser, I think. Three against one. No, I'm saying for aesthetically. The aesthetically, Aztec is it's a better so, design. Well, here's the problem the that we have with PT Cruiser. Design. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. But it's got that terrible that like knockoff of an old design <laughs> no, thing. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying it's better than an Aztec. That's the only, no that's way. The only thing. It's no way. technically Dude, a better design. The Aztec's an Horrible, like no, none of the lines. Like, Nothing match matches up. Anything. There's no cohesive flow yeah. to the. It's great. Car. It's like ab- nah. it's, ab- it's abstract, man. You're you're fooled by the <laughs> so, Porsche so we kaleidoscopic. So we didn't answer his question. We didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. We got off kind of on a tangent. Um, ugly, what about, cool. Go for it, Volkswagen. I was gonna say Volkswagen thing. Oh, that's that's kind of cool. I mean, that's that's definitely cool, but it's also yeah. so utilitarian. It's hard to yeah, it's hard to call something ugly. that ugly. utilitarian ugly. That's um, like a, a lot of the Radwood stuff now kind of gets to that level where I'm thinking like, I mean, a Vector, for example, ugly as shit. Yeah. But it's kind of cool, kind of crazy. I, I think a lot of the graphics packages, yeah. and stuff where they're they're actually pretty ugly, but they're really cool, like Gen old Toyota pickup trucks and stuff. Where... How about first uh, Viper? Pretty funky, like a red one with yellow wheels. You're gonna I claim mean, yeah, ugly if you're doing that. If you're doing the uh, three spoke, really ugly. It's kind of that a weird red looking design. Dude. I mean, red with yellow wheels is hideous. But, <laughs> or the green with the yellow wheels. Oh whoa, that's not good. So McDonald's. That's hard. That's a hard question. It's hard to think of them that are that you know. It's that turn you on part. That's. I mean, I mean maybe most of the, the real Baja ugly ones for you, Lane. Yeah, that, but it's not. It's not ugly, but it's kind of ugly. It's, it's kind of ugly, ugly, dude. It's got. It's yeah. way too. Uh, the Baja is definitely that car for me. Yeah. Way too extra. So, too much extra BS. On that. I don't car. know about you guys, but um, I've I've always thought that Citroen DSs are really ugly, but they're super cool, be, like in a weird That's way. That's kind of true. They're no, weird they're looking. rad looking. They have great headlights. They're so ugly, and no... but they are yeah, kind of like ugly. A, like the like portions are strange. No, I can't. I'm I'm totally in the. Those are rad cars. How about that rear alien ass? I mean, so like, cool. what is going on there? It's cool. So cool. It's cool. It's rad. It's, it's everything. But I agree with Art. The hip it line has a little bit pinches. of ugliness. No way. Oh, you guys are crazy. It has beautifulness and ugliness <laughs> at the same time. Beautifulness. Yes. <laughs> what about Duchesneau? Well, yeah, that's that's an ugly ass car. <laughs> it's pretty right. ugly, I guess, pretty objectively. Ugly. Yeah, but. Yeah, those yeah. are rad. Right. Right. There's more to that. Let's get back to it maybe some other time if we think about it. Porsche Punk says, How excited are you to see my sweet 924S at Radwood? Really excited or really, really excited? <laughs> Dude, so did he just trade a 911 for a 924 or something? No, he sold a 911 and bought a 924. He did sold he sell 11? it to Magnus and then yeah. buy the 924 from Magnus? I don't know if he bought it from Magnus. Wait, wait, wait. He, he sold have. his Porsche Punks 911s yeah, to, yeah, to buy a 924. Why did Magnus want that? I don't know. <laughs> no offense to, he no collects offense important to uh, cars. Porsche Punks, but I don't know. Jay sent me, sent us pictures it's a picture of the 924S like two months ago, and he said to keep it hush. Yeah. Well, why? So this is the introduction. I'm really. I'm confused. down with 924s. I'm so confused why he would trade a 911 he for. Trade. Or, he traded money. Yeah. For a car, car, and then he bought a cheap car. Right. Yeah. So yeah. he needed. Basically, he needed money. It wasn't a yeah. trade. 
Yeah, he's like, I think he's he moved to a new house and he's Got moving it. in with his girlfriend and all this stuff. I think, you know, family okay. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I thought it was the a 924 trade. obviously still has a rear transaxle. Yeah. Right? Yep. Complications with the, the clutch and everything. He got a 924. I, I know we shouldn't talk about Porsches or something. That's like, <laughs> Why? Uh, Brian doesn't like it. <laughs> no, just rally um, Porsches. That's not true. But that's not I true. know I all I talk about is Porsches. So, well, yeah. Um, Give us some of that Porsche knowledge. He lane. got a 924S, which is essentially a 944 with a narrow body. Uh, ah, yes. yes. Which doesn't make any sense to me. The well, it's part of the 944 is the flares. It was a cheaper car at the time. Yeah. It was a way for them to use old bodies and the old style interiors that they had like left lying around, I guess, to build a new car, and 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 introduce and have it at eighteen thousand dollars or whatever it was. Sure, I mean, I get why they originally came out with it, but at now, why would you ever pick a nine twenty four over unless it's a GT? Yeah, it's kind of a weird one, but then you're I, back to it's weird because I think nine twenty fours are kind of growing on me. How simple and weird, yeah, and how this narrow body, wedged and narrow, yeah. and yeah. just kind of so like narrow. If, no there's good. one that's on Instagram that's the red and white mm-hmm. two tone. Yeah, he has, a, and it sits perfectly on yeah. Fuchs that are like pushed out right He's to the edge. Europe. Yep, that's key. That's and, key. And it's it looks all about so good. Stance and fitment. Yeah. Because it really accentuates like the, just like the, the simpleness of that shape and the lines. Like when you add, yeah, like I've seen one that's it's an all white one with uh, BBSs on there. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen that one, and it's also oh yeah, it's slammed like, too, yeah, with aggressive fit. It's kind of it like sick. a it's a cleaner Gen One RX Seven. Mm. Yeah. To me, to me, I always thought it was kind of like a baby nine twenty eight. That's what I picture. Yeah, like, it's like, smooth, yeah, like a, like smoother like a nine twenty eight is, but it's not yeah. as smooth. I can't. Yeah. Get, I can't get down nine twenty fours at all, unless it's a GT. What? So what do we know about the GT? What is that like? The running gear wise, is that a nine forty four motor also? Well, oh, it's Carrera a t- GT is a turbo, but it's built up beyond turbo. It's like yeah. two hundred and something horsepower. But it's a turbo VW two liter or something. It is, yeah. And it's got the bolt on flares, right? Yep. I know that has a nine forty four front fenders. Yep. Bolt on rear fenders. Yeah. yeah, it was, it was a, a really hom- homologation yeah. race car, basically. Hey, did that one ever sell on uh, Bring a Trailer? Dude, no, it, no sale at like ninety five hundred or something. Uh, I'm surprised it went that high, dude. After what I heard, um, someone I know went and test drove it, and they said that the car was really tired and needed a shit ton of work. Did I mean, Paul drive it? Yeah, yeah, he did. Mm. Um, but I mean, it's it's a really really cool car. But I mean, you know it. And basically the, the things that make it so cool, um, all need work, you know, like uh, obviously like general maintenance, but then on top of that, like the, the front fender flares are totally cracked in multiple places. Like the front, uh, balance is cracked and like, it needs all this work that is very, very difficult to do. I mean, if you just, if you're cool with the car being like as is and you get it for a good price, I mean, it is definitely pretty unique, but it's not a real Carrera GT or, or 924 GTS, yeah. you know, it's, it's, nice it's detail, yeah. like not a nice. A lot of nice details. Yeah, the seats are worth twenty five hundred bucks alone. Exactly. Yeah, the interior is super cool for yeah. sure. Uh, Stephen Powling says, "Do you guys think North America needs to implement more mandatory driving courses to help new drivers develop their skills better? For instance, countries like Finland and Sweden make it mandatory for new drivers to learn car control on frozen lakes to better prepare them for their harsh winters." In an yes. ideal world, yes. I don't think anyone but, would ever drive. <laughs> like all the kids. We are so we are such a big country that that's a you know yeah. lofty goal. I think there should be more knowledge of the basic uh, running gear of a vehicle. Hmm. You should have some knowledge of how mm-hmm. it works to get yeah. your license. You should also be taught how to like change a tire and stuff. Maybe that should be part of the change. Yeah. Know, the... How about how about something as simple as you should be taught to not fucking stay in the fast lane. That's, if you're going that's to what I was thinking. Like, yeah. That's all I care about. Ro- like, on road etiquette. Is, like uh, yeah, yeah, you're not taught you'll never, any of that. And, yeah. You'll never get anywhere with that like you, unless you, you need uh, to really... penalize people for it. Well, no, you, but if you, you could drill it down. Classes, yeah, they don't. Do they teach you they all? No, there was they don't. That's what your parents have to tell you. Do you remember being taught anything? besides it's like don't get a ticket and don't get an accident. Fifty questions. It's like no, it is. It is. Don't left lanes for passing but once well, you're out there really, just they don't really it, they don't hammer it no down. no like the, yeah like what are the social implications of driving and what do you need to I do i think we'll we'll get into that a little safe. later there's another question but yeah oh, really? i'm totally with one, you one quick thing about drivers that did you guys all take it yeah okay there was mm-hmm. one thing that i to this day i didn't i took the challenge test oh okay what's that i took the challenge test and there shouldn't be a thing as like the challenge test 
I don't, I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. So that's where you just take this test and you get to skip driver's ed. Yeah. You did it too, oh, right, Lane? No. I think you I don't did think it. So. You you actually did, took driver's ed? Yeah. Oh. Wait, like, no, did um, I? Like, no, I don't think you did. Dude. I don't know. Most people have, did not. You only had to take driver's ed if, if you were, I think, if I can't remember, if you were under 16, right? Is that when you had to take it? I can't no, remember. I thought in you order always to get had your to license. take it. I, I didn't sit in the classroom. I did the, you had to do like a couple driving oh, sessions. Oh, I never saw in a class. Yeah, but oh, there was a the classroom section oh, that you yeah, could I took, skip oh, I took if you did the test. test. Yeah. Yeah. Because like there was one thing that I, I never would have thought of as a kid, and it's like it's when you pull up to someone like at a stoplight or at a stop sign, make sure that you can see the bottom of their tires. Because yes. in case they break down, you can move, you can drive around them or yeah, if anything happens. I, I, I got and that like, one. That's so great, and I, I've actually yeah, done see, that multiple that. times in the city. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, the short answer is yes, they should do that, but Absolutely. it would be different for different regions, and then you know. I still think you should get a little uh, star on your license if you've completed a technical driving course. Yeah. Yes. Just so a cop could be like, like my friend Tom, our friend Tom got a ticket driving the speed limit on a windy mountain road, but it was damp out. He was in a very capable car driving the speed limit, but he got a ticket because it was wet. Yeah. If he could just say, you know, I've driven an F40 on this road, they would be like, oh. All right. The F forty stamp. Right. Well, yeah. that's once you get a one. ticket every time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody, dude. The, the, can you imagine all the douchebags? Oh, I've driven an Aventador. No, no, no. I'm, I'm joking. No, but I'm just saying, if you had completed a technical license course that teaches you car control, yeah, for it'd sure. be like a little, just a little, maybe push you over 100%. the top for that ticket. Yeah. Like, and maybe in particular, if it's a judgment call by the cop, and yeah. he's like, you know, he's five miles over, but you know, he knows what he's doing. He was maybe, driving maybe the he'll be speed nice. limit. That's crazy. And totally. You got a ticket on Highway 17. Yeah, it's like when you hear so, like a Formula One driver gets pulled over for driving ten over. It's like, dude, like these are the most capable drivers on the planet. Like, yeah, <laughs> maybe like, that just they, once in a while the cop would be like, oh, uh, all right, you're not. Tony Canon has a funny one where uh, he got pulled over, and I think it was like, I, I believe it's like he when he just got a new Ferrari F40 scooter, you know, scuderia or something. And he got pulled over, and the cops like, you know, you better be careful. This is a really fast car. And he, Tony Canon <laughs> says. I'm so sorry, officer. I just got this car. It's so fast. I don't know how to control it. You know, you know, given this whole thing, he had just won Indy the week before, maybe, or something. And uh, nice. gave this whole story. I'm so sorry, officer. You know, this car, it's just so fast. I don't know what to do. He's all, well, you better, you know, you better just buckle down kind of thing. Let him off. And uh, meanwhile, he, you know, yeah. won Indy. The <laughs> Goes back before. to practice. And yeah. That's great. Uh, Tom's Alex asks, is a BMW M Coupe technically a hot hatch? What about a 944? I mean, aren't they, though? I mean, technically, I guess, but a hot hatch is technically a front-wheel front drive, drive. Yeah. car. And I believe uh, uh, the – I, I don't know what the definition is, but I think it's for uh, an actual, like, f uh, four- or five-seater car. Oh, yeah. You know, like room for real passengers in the back and yeah. everything. I mean, 944? Four seats. Not really. It's not real. Four seats though. and a hatchback. It's not real. I mean, <laughs> no one's yeah, ever sat in the back of an like They have, but it's not. Yeah. They're not real. Know. You know. Yeah. I always thought it was like something that it was like a hatchback that was like an econo, like an econo yeah. box. It was based, based on off an econo box yeah. that was like hopped up, right? Yeah. Like, like, I mean, that uh, is a that is a hatchback. Is the econo right. that is like a, a nine forty four? You don't call it a no. A it's hatchback. a sports car. It's a sports car. Yeah. So it is. It. I think that's a good definition. Art. It's a. It's an econo box hatchback that that it's like the highest version and of hopped that. up and what about does it have to be a two box design <clears throat> yeah hatchback does right so then a 944 is like kind of not, not a box. really a yeah. two box design you know yeah i am coop though is um it's basically a hearse <laughs> <laughs> yeah pretty much it was that's what it's based off <laughs> that's what it based, it's based off a hearse it's based off it's based off a jaguar xk hearse oh nice i can herald a mod uh uh, Art got some shit because he called the XKE a shooting brick. I thought it was. No, apparently. Uh, this is a really long question. Um, Georgie Vitage. You know how people put things on older, more dated cars? Like when people put a bra on a late 80s or early 90s car? That's not a terrible one, but things that were ugly or bad at the time and now are period correct uh, kind of thing. All right. So when 
So when and how long until people start putting Euro SMG1 in their E36 M3s and then tell me it's period correct? Wait, what is Euro SMG1? No one's going to do that. That's crazy. No the, the automated manual transmission, SMG transmission. Which no one would ever do. No. Uh, it's going to be... An, it's going to be awful. It feels just like recently uh, got my ears to relax from all the E60 M5 SMG justifiers. The tranny was is junk in the M5, and it was near prehistoric on the E36. Also sold the silver E36 M3, 318 TIS52 swap, and the Z3 2.8. He's dailing his 190E16 valve for now on the hunt for a GMC Typhoon for the Ooh. upcoming New York winter. Wow. Drive that thing to Radwood, dude. Yeah. I think there's a awesome. typhoon. We do need a typhoon. Dude, I mean, I think that um, going back to the, the kind of the heart of the question here, I think in, when you're talking about aesthetic mods and shit that are like ugly vinyl stuff that was kind of ugly and funky at the time that we now appreciate, like for its radness and funkiness, like when you're talking about tech like that, like I mean, something that's actually hindering the performance of the car, it would be like yeah. putting old Malaise era smog shit on a car. Right. Or yeah. Call. Yeah. I think, gonna yeah. Exactly. I think as far or as you tiptonic. go. It's yeah, like the Tiptronic. Oh, dude, the Tiptronic was so innovative when it came out, but it's a total pile of shit. Or no one would want to retrofit that on the car. You know? or whatever that was called in the first. Uh, I think as far as you go with that is uh, digital gauges and stuff. Yeah, which kind of suck, but they're really cool looking. In '80s Corvettes and Audis had them. Yeah, and stuff yeah. Like that, but... yeah, I dig those. Yeah. Yeah, no. Uh demonkeyed, if you were banned from your current cars and all previous cars you've owned, what would your next project car be? Lane. Box body Mustang. Whoa. What? I like it. What if you like really clean that interior? No, that's right? what I'm saying. Yeah. I could see doing some things with a box body. I could see going you. like Euro. Don't Euro take this as it. an as an offense, but I could see you in a fox body. Oh sweet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have to say a, a rally Porsche 911. <laughs> I could see that. I could definitely see that. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, I would. I've been waiting to do the Subaru GC8. Also, I keep. I keep talking about that forever. But yeah, um, never owned one. Probably a 90s S class for myself, making it into something fun somehow. You had an S class, but it was a 70s. Is that Doesn't okay? matter. Oh, I, oh, I, really? I think so. Okay, okay. That's like me saying, oh, a 968. Yeah, right. All right, Art, right, what do you got? Art is oh, a different, a different guy. Like, we, it's easy for us to answer. Art's There's the a million cars we haven't tried yet. Yeah, but, yeah Art's getting down there. Dude, that was actually going to be my exact answer, 968. Yeah. Oh. I haven't okay. owned anything remotely close. I haven't owned a 944 or 924 or nothing, and I still really want one. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. That's right about the price of a 2002 these days. <laughs> <laughs> Straight trade, bro. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that'll be worked out. Um, I'm going to say, if I can't go with something like that, I'm going to say uh, a C10 pickup. Street style. Street style. Yep. Street style. And maybe Silverado. Mighty Max. Yeah, maybe Silverado. I might go. <laughs> I can picture Warren, everyone, everyone goes, whoa, oh, what's, what's up with that? That truck's really cool. He goes, street style. Street style, bro. <laughs> street yeah. style, bro. Uh, I got to look at the license plates if it's available. <laughs> Um, so Brian, you're going 911. Is that what you're saying? No, I said Subaru. Subaru what? GC8, the first. Oh, Impreza. that's right. That's right. Uh, what would D Monkey do? That's the question. He's, yeah, he's, he's gone on. through quite a few cars, hasn't he? Yeah, right now he's he's currently Radwood. He's got a MR2 Westphalia and a first gen MR2, which is coming along pretty nicely. I don't know where he the finds MR2 the MR2 is more Radwood, right? Yeah. Oh, definitely. For sure. I wonder if he's going to bring it. Oh, he, he definitely should. Uh, KM Grace. I've been jonesing big time for a manual wagon, a la E34, E39 BMW. Are they the does-it-all mobiles? I think they are. What else gets you excited in the anti-SUV family car segment? Hashtag dadding while awesome. That's a pretty funny hashtag. That is. Um, Good question. That's a good question. So it's got to be a manual, huh? That recirculating ball steering, though, Art. It's it's just got to get you excited. I think it doesn't necessarily have to be a manual. Okay. Um, I think uh, three series, uh, even newer three series manual wagons are cool. Um, non turbo, preferably. Not that exciting to drive though. Yeah. Do you think he's going to be good. stoked on it, or is it just so. another car? I've driven a few. They're pretty. I've driven a few too, decent. and I feel like they're 
kind of heavy feel. I've driven a few recently lanes, so I, I just want to say that... I drove one two months ago? I drove one one month ago. E46. Oh. E56. <laughs> Never even heard of it. Yeah. E57. You wouldn't, because you're a 9 Go E57. Guy. E57. I don't know. I just think even, a, even an automatic one, if it's prepped nicely, it can be okay. But uh, hmm. it's kind of a generic answer, because everyone says BMW wagon, right? Yeah. What else is out there? Anti-SUV. Yeah. Yeah. Is this I time mean, for me to... Get... I don't like E46s. I don't like the way they drive. There go we go. Say it. Go for they it. They feel heavy. They don't feel nimble. And hey, are they exciting? Would they get you excited like to drive excited. it? I think it's just a normal car. Yeah. They just feel like a car to me. Yeah. Art, right, what were you going to say? Oh, no, I mean, uh, I mean, there is the, the steering box thing or the shitty steering situation here, but I really like the E55 AMG wagons. Uh, I don't know what code that is. W2 yeah. something. 211. Um, yep. 211. I think those are great, man. They're fucking badass. They're super fast and they, they're super comfortable. I think they look great. Um, and I think they're kind of a future classic too. So that would be my, my call on that. How about a, uh, CTSV wagon? Yeah, it's big money though. I know, expensive. As you hell. know what? They're aging poorly. Yeah, interiors are pretty. It looks like simple. exterior too. The the uh, I was yeah. I was next to one the other day, and it's just a little little chintz. Little, yeah, yeah. I like that E fifty five call art. Um, even in a nice E three fifty wagon, but they're hard to find in two wheel drive. They always want to have you all wheel yeah, drive. Yeah, they're always the format. But that's a pretty robust engine um not quite as expensive to keep going as an e55 350 yeah been pretty good they go i've had plenty in the shop that are over two hundred fifty thousand miles crazy unfortunately we're too far away to say a van again is a realistic choice for a daddy mobile but that at one time that was a cool choice e34 wagons are pretty cool looking yeah and pretty nice that's when bmw's were built really well it's like the big e30 yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, they're pretty old now, though. That's true. Pretty what what does it do well, though? Uh, I mean, is it really it a sports car? No. No, no, no. They're heavy. So what does it do they're well? Heavy. Does it do anything well? It cruises drives. down the highway pretty well. It just drives. Nice. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's a decent driver, but isn't that any car out there? And, uh, and it looks... It, so it's a decent driver. They're really solid, and they have a really nice interior. It, one, looks, it looks better than anything newer. One yeah. thing about those is... Even the nicest one in the world will eventually need some big repair, like a rear main seal or something like that. Automatic transmission will go out, and then you're going to spend twice the value of the car to fix it. And so you well, have to you know, love it, right? What do you think about this? I mean, I've mentioned this before, but uh, W124, like 300 TE yeah. wagon. I mean, you're, you end up in the same situation. They're yeah, super but those they're bulletproof until they break. And, <laughs> and they're even less sporting, you know, Yeah, less fun to drive. But I mean... They're just like pound pavement, like super comfortable, like solidly built car. Yeah, highway cool. highway cruiser crushing miles. But any car that's five to seven grand, you have to be willing just to spend, yeah. you know, spend money on it. And in in and you're doing that rather than having a monthly payment and all that stuff. So. How about this <clears throat> Ford Country Squire wagon, like uh, National Lampoon's vacation? Sean P. Grimes says, <laughs> "Do you guys ever look inside of cool park cars, and if you see a manual, think there's hope for humanity, and if it's an automatic, feel bummed? If so, what's wrong with us?" I feel the second of that, but I, I don't think I, every time I see a when I see a car that's really cool, I look in like an E30. It's a manual. I mean, it's an auto. I get kind of bummed out. Yeah, that's exactly. I'm. I'm exactly what he's saying. I don't know what's yeah. wrong with us. I don't get the help for humanity, like, or you know, that there's, you know, yeah, there's hope for humanity. Hope if you see a humanity. man, you're like, yes, like this guy. Other it. people are out car. there. I think the opposite. Like, if it's a modern car that it's a manual and is cool, that's like, it's a, it's a great feeling. Yeah, it's uplifting. and you and you always look pretty much. It's like, yeah. oh, here's a Ferrari 360. Like, is it? Is it? Oh, it yeah. is. Yeah, you do get really stuck. And you're like, hell yeah, like that's rad. And but you, you do wait around bummed. the car. You do get bummed when it's not. Yeah, like if I see a GT3 and it's a PDK, it's well, like. Well, they don't make GT3s or, or PDKs, fuck. but anyways. You know, what is it? Well, the, the GT3 RSs, yeah, they do. Sure. The GT3 RSs. Oh, yeah, like a new GT3. Yeah. I mean, and they're the all on they're all yeah. 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 So, And I guess but, just say 911. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a 911 manual. I'm like, wow, you actually Like an it. E36 or E46 M3. 
if you look in CSMG, like, so bummed. Yeah. My favorite is people who list those as manuals on Craigslist, and then you have to oh, look. Because they you get to the that, finally get to the picture, and you're like, I right on, that. man. Because they were told right that they're on. automated manuals. That's a manual. Yeah. For sure, dude. It has these you things, these paddles. You can yeah, shift you can gears. Shift, yeah. You can totally shift yeah. gears. That's what I just said. Does it, does it have a clutch pedal instead of manual? Clutch pedal, yes. That's a good call, dude. Yeah, that is I a good call. I think that would save us a lot of wasted time. It, yeah. it would. Does your car have a clutch pedal? No. God damn it. <laughs> but it's got a... Nope. No. Nope. No. Nope. Nope. No box the, for check that. Check the box. Count check your pedals. Check sir. Racing Ali says, if you had $50,000 to spend on an air-cooled 911, what do you buy? 964, G50, SC, Coupe, or Targa? I want fun driving, good investment, and maybe AC. G50. Well, if it's AC, he needs a G50 car or later for sure because those have the better HVAC systems. What does um, 50K get you in a 964? Gets you a good, really they're, good they're one. They're out there. Really yeah, good yeah, one? Yeah. That's what I would do. Yeah, with. I'd go G50 car. I'd go 964. G50 is an SC, isn't it? No, it's a Carrera. 87. SC was early. A7, Carrera was later. Yeah. I mean, if if you scratch the AC thing, I mean, you buy the nicest example you can find for that yeah. budget, right? But a G50, $50,000 gets you like a really nice G50, doesn't yeah. it? Right? Yeah. 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 You probably totally. spend like 40 on a the one super nice one. I was looking at a couple weeks ago was 37. That's right. But a 964 pushes that. Doesn't it like really nice one? No, you can get a really nice oh. one for 50. Okay. Yeah. I think that's a, a good investment. I think didn't Jerry Seinfeld say the nine six four is like the best Porsche? Yeah, they was mm. him and uh, and then this Zuckerman. last week they were talking about how the best car to get is a G fifty. Oh yeah, they were both going back and forth. Yeah. It's whatever they bought the week prior. <laughs> yeah, they're trying to. Pump they all, up. And well, they also after like the most rare, you know, sunroof delete. Uh, but la- this last podcast they were saying like they're both trying. They're trying to split an eighty eight G fifty car silver on black. And they want it perfect. You and know. it's like 70 grand, yeah, 20,000 20, miles. miles. <laughs> yeah. And they're saying how that's the best car you could get and all this stuff. So and I'm a G50. I'm a, I'm a classic Carrera SC guy. Yeah. So the the other thing is for. that, you know, they're, I don't know. I've heard, I don't know if Lane has heard this in the air cold world, but a lot of people say, you know, that the 964 is the best air cooled 911 because Singer is using that chassis to build off of. Right. And so that has like, gotten a lot of people to like basically immediately dismiss everything else and say 964 is the way to go right because they do have the coilover suspension and all this other bullshit but i mean what is it that you're looking for in a driving experience right and you know the g50s are definitely you know they're old school torsion bar they're they're the most classic as lane is saying of the 911s of the air-cooled 911s but you do get enough modernity where they're reliable you get good drivetrain good transmission great motor um, I, I don't know. I dig the impact bumper look too, man. I would go. They're the most too. solidly built as well. So 964 era of Porsche was a very, um, they were, they were basically scrambling to survive and, uh, they had no money and the cars weren't as well put together. I heard that they were, they were so well put together that almost bankrupt them. No. They were uh, bankrupt way before that. I mean, they were almost bankrupt before that. It was right. when they built those cars. I mean, they didn't even the you know eighty nines didn't even have head gaskets. They put silicone oh, or whatever. That's insanity. Uh, those were those were the shittiest nine elevens ever for a while. You know. Yeah. What those about a late, late nine six four? Like a late. Sure, but it, I mean they're Maybe, fine. They're nice, it also... and they've all been fixed too. They're fine. Yeah. Like two point sevens have all been fixed. You know. But they, they uh, must have been developing the 993 for a super long time too, like during that. Yeah, so it's so, like they got to offset the cost of the like development. 964, they didn't even. It has the automatic spoiler, and they almost just put a little fixed spoiler because they couldn't afford to put the <laughs> the the automated spoiler. Yeah. yeah, and they fought really hard to get this automated spoiler on the car to spend the money on that. I mean, they were so poor, barely any of those. That's why those cars are actually really rare. Yeah. Like Targa's, I think I forget what the number is. They made like a hundred. I'm totally wrong, but 175 or something like that. It, it might even be less. Jesus. Uh, nine, six, four Targa. Yeah, I don't know so if I've ever seen a nine, they, six, four Targa. Those cars were just could They could not sell them. Mm-hmm. Um, people also didn't 
kind of people didn't like the way they looked. They were a little boring looking, and especially at like stock ride height yeah. with those manhole wheels, um, big pronounced headlights. Just, yeah, just very simple looking, kind of boring, and and uh, pink tail lights and other cars yeah. were looking. You know, the FDRX7 was looking, or F's. Yeah, FDRX7 was 14. looking pretty good, even next to that, right? Right. Um, okay. Angry Bird GTI says, do you think there are modern cars on the market that seem better with the dual clutch or auto trans versus their optional manual trans versions? I apologize for the dumb question in DWA land. Just looking for some thoughts coming from a guy who has a DSG and a manual GTI in his driveway. I'm curious. Keep up the good work. Loving the guest appearances. Thanks, dude. Um, I, I would say that sometimes I'll wish a car had a manual like a CL Mercedes as an option. And then I think, but nah, no, not really. I don't think it needs it. I think even a, the size a new five series is, I don't think it really needs a manual transmission. Yeah. That's, yeah. That Cause what are you going to, how much fun are you going to have in it anyways? Yeah. 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 Once you're, once you start getting into the grand tour stuff, right? Like, yeah. Or yeah. Like Aston Martin, does it ever need a, like it's right on the border, right? That's kind of muscle car-y. I feel like um, a manual would be pretty sweet in that. But then that goes back to CL. But a CL is so luxurious. Yeah. Didn't you guys, I'm curious. I mean, didn't you guys say that you really, really liked your TDIs as DSGs? Yeah, I, I was going to bring that up. Like I, I was totally fine with my DSG on the Jetta. I, th- I think it might have been better in the Jetta than the manual. Hmm. Just... As far I never as like tried exploiting, manual, but... I only I test drove one, yeah, uh, wagon. As far as like exploiting that small amount of power and good amount of torque that those cars have, DSG might have been the. I, best I think Austin Cabot he got a manual. He got a manual, and yeah. I think he liked he it. regretted it actually. No. Or he, I, I I think I was listening to a super old podcast of his, hmm. and he said something like uh, he would have been fine with the automatic. Yeah, yeah, I think I, I like I like the automatic in that, and I mean, but that you know, that's anything that you're going to be using for your daily driver. Like you might tend that way. Yeah, totally. I think that's the hard. Yeah, that's what he was asking, right? Like, I mean, yeah. if, is there an example where you would prefer to have that over the manual? I think it's a lot of these like daily driver type cars. You know? Yeah, my e golf. I wouldn't need a manual. <laughs> that's a weird thing to say, but you might want it. Yeah, I don't is that know. you think? I, it works absolutely great as it is. I mean, with whatever, you know, the power man that that thing's got. My know. GTI is, I've never driven one of those ESG, but it's really fun with a manual. And I've driven a uh, kid I work with has a Audi S3 with a, the DSG. That's all they come with. And I drove it to, I mean, I've driven it, drove it to lunch the other day and it was so boring. That mm. DSG is awful, in my opinion. It has this lag uh, on acceleration, initial You've acceleration. One of those? Isn't that the same? I've just driven a ton of DSGs in the, in the Jettas. Yeah, but I don't know why yours is so good in your turbo They're and your really diesel. Yeah. You just have to know when to put it into sport mode, and maybe, maybe. it is the diesel. I'm just saying, like, that makes a difference. Parking lot speeds, you you give it gas, and nothing happens. And then it like oh, lurches. This, this and... thing's not like. I mean, the new S3 is not like that. Yeah, I'm, maybe this the is brand new. This is like yeah, 2017. Maybe the S3 has a new. Uh, like, uh, I mean, all those car, all those those transmissions are getting way better, but it's nothing compared to a PDK. They also have uh, the Audis have CVTs in them too. Uh, uh, certain, the certain automatic oh, God, really? old ones, yeah. yeah, but not even that old. I mean, the the front wheel drive cars, front wheel drive cars only. Those, they have yeah. a CVT, and those are awful. Yeah, man, oh man, super bad. We just had one in the shop. It was like shocking how bad it was. Uh, Canadian Wacko says, question for Warren, is it ever acceptable to pass on the right? I can only take a line of people going slow in the left lane for so long. So I just got back from my worst road trip I have to do on a regular basis, just three hours to the Central Valley of California and back. Um, it's horrible. It is awful how people drive on Highway 5. It's crazy. A row of 10 cars going 80 miles an hour in the fast lane. No one, everyone's bumper to bumper and they don't get over to then allow someone to pass and then you can get back over and then someone can pass you and the left lane's always open. It doesn't make any sense. People are just parked in the fast lane. 
So then I try to like let them get to a point where they're going to pull over to the slow lane. They never do. So then I have to accelerate and go 85 and pass them all and get back in the fast lane or even stay in the slow lane. And they still sit there. It's so is that acceptable? It is. is. You have to, in our crazy world, since people don't do not know what the fuck they're doing. I think think it's completely acceptable. I do it all the time. I'm all admit it right now. Yeah. I, I I flash them at night. People are oblivious, and they're just yeah. sitting yeah. in the in the fast lane at forty miles an hour in a in yeah. a fifty five. Yeah, and, and you curse their name, and, and I want to go sixty five in that fifty five. Yeah, and right. so I flash them the twice. Okay. I was just gonna say yeah. I, I, get, oh, okay. I flash them twice. If there's one person sitting in the fast lane, I'll come up behind him. It's like you're okay. flipped off for flashing someone. I have. Yeah, and I'm like, and why? Are, why do you me. want me to tailgate you right yeah. now? I'm telling you, you need to get over. For you, yeah. So they stood there. I flashed them once, nothing. and they don't flash even them see twice. It. Nothing. I seventy percent around them, see it. and then yeah, then cars are following me going around them. You know, and then it's like, see, look yeah. at all these people. That's the up. craziest when you're yeah. the fifth in line, and you know, there's five cars passing this one car, yeah, and they have no clue. It's crazy. Totally. That's exactly it, man. Yeah, they're, they're just totally oblivious. That's the thing. That's why, like, I don't even bother flashing because I don't think people know what that means. So, like, what I typically do is I pull up and I move. Basically, I put my headlight, my left headlight, in their mirror. So do I. So do I. And so and I'll sit there and like I'm I'm like pulling up, pulling up, pulling up, and I'll like basically ride their ride their ass. Yeah. And I'll do that for about twenty seconds. If they don't get the picture, I'm out. Like, I it's not worth my I time. Know, I know. I, I just exactly. I just, I, I, you know, you just get you just keep moving. Otherwise, it pisses you off. Like you in in. And you're wasting your time, right? So, like, you just got to keep going. That's the only. That's my approach. At well, least. no, at least it's you're like trying. Life lessons from Art Cervantes. But see, most people are and would just whip around them on the right and not never try to get them to figure it out. To teach them. To teach yeah, them. I feel like it's important to so try. That's life a lesson. that's a teaching a teaching moment, right? Yeah. And there's these signs on the side of Highway Five that say things like, uh, "Is growing food wasting water?" It, like rail will kill the valley, you know, all these you know, politically yeah. motivated posters that people, the farmers are putting on their land, yeah. whatever, whatever they want to do. That's fine. Could, could I put something that says like the left lane is only for passing, move the fuck over. They're doing that in a lot of States. They're having the big, you know, the, the light up board, the signage and stuff. Yeah. And they're, they're writing like left lane is for passing only, you know, slow Dude, cars move if right. I was a CHP yeah. officer, I would just fucking ticket everybody you have to Me buy a farm too. yeah <laughs> i know but there's cheap land brian there is i know i support this we could there. even start a GoFundMe to you buy, buy cheap just land like, across the california or just talk to a farmer and see if he'll put the sign on we'll yeah, pay yeah, for the yeah. sign you know but is we'll that illegal water in exchange for <laughs> we'll give him water we'll, we'll take the rail out of the world uh <laughs> will the uh Will the CHP mind if we're putting road signs on the side of the road? Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. doing their job for them? No, or? but it's uh, Caltrans, right? So we're we're basically saying you're we're doing signs now. We have to take <laughs> take it into our own hands. Yeah, I you're basically saying I'm the captain now. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Is that a <laughs> is that a Night of the Roxbury reference? <laughs> oh come on, really? Axel George, the most amazing drama of the of the last decade or of twenty fourteen summer, maybe late summer, the most amazing you drama. Captain really Phillips, that's from Captain, Captain Phillips. Phillips that's not even. I've never even I seen no it. I have no idea. Part of it. Terrible. I don't even know what that. You movie need is. to see it. It's not terrible. It's oh, awesome. Come on, Axel Jor. Do you think Anki Apache? Fours BBS style would look good on the Berlina. There are some mm. fifteen by six versions in the rare four by one hundred eight bolt pattern on Craigslist right now. I kind of want to put the Daytonas back on the GTV. Daytonas were way better on the J- on the GTV than it's currently. I agree with that. The Daytonas are really cool. But I mean, the, those those NK Apaches. I don't know. They they. They That's look cool, like old school JDM stuff to me. Yeah. But like that car, I feel like he needs. They're kind of um, sharp, right? Like, yeah, they have like I remember they like sort of come in like they like almost jut out in the center and like the yeah. the um, I haven't seen them in a while, but the 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 way that the spokes work, I don't know, it just doesn't work for me for that car. But I think like an old school camping like a Campagnolo there's so many out there that are super rad I know that that's available and, and he wants to get rid of the wheels that are on there now but he should just put would, the wheels on his GT from his GTV onto the Berlina and then totally. put his uh, put his uh, Daytona's back on the GTV 
that would work. Done. Okay. Fish Belly asks, at what point do you stop trying to preserve patina? Rust holes. Rust. Yeah, rust. yeah, rust is it. Yeah, like cancerous rust. Yeah. Not surface rust. And even then, yeah. there's kind of a gray area where you can patch those areas and have a little primer spot. And it's okay if you have like, you know, if it's Other like rat shit. alpha, you know, you that, that white one yeah. that's pretty rad. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's you're just functionally fixing the, the bad areas. You can still preserve the rest of the patina. But, yeah, that's probably I the main would say thing. big dents aren't acceptable. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good call. How yep. about when your pocketbook authorizes that's, that's a good such? One. Yeah. Those are both great calls. But if the patina is, uh, if the car is all in line with a certain age and vintage, it's hard to give it a new paint job if the interior is kind of ratty and, and the trim and right. the it's a rubber slip. and yeah, everything. So, uh, Warren, what is a pocketbook? Um, I only do Apple pay and like PayPal these days. Oh uh, so. no, I have a European yeah. carry all. I keep all of my documents <laughs> it's in called a fanny pack. <laughs> it's called a fanny pack. <laughs> Thank you. Radwood art. Come on. I thought you were Mr. Radwood. Oh, I'm sorry. I got to get back into period. <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly. I'm a, I'm a money clip guy. Anyway, you know this, I'm like the least, uh, Amount quality guy of uh yeah quality guy um okay i've been told by the producer that i can only ask one more question um hang on one second talk amongst yourselves <laughs> talk amongst yourselves <laughs> 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 uh Malone jr asks do I qualify for Radwood royalty? Hell no. Yes. Hell yeah, he yes. does. Dude, that does thing's he? legit. It checks all boxes. I thought royalty was like F40s and Well, if we get F40s, like then Malone's year. out. But until I then. Think, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we like his car is so freaking rad, though. It and It checks it all is. the boxes. Like, oh, it is. It's so yeah. 80s. And he added the, the rear the louvers. louvers He's on the... louvering what he just did. Oh, I louve it. Um... <laughs> I think that's a great place to stop, and we'll uh, we'll get back to some of these next time. Bye. All right, don't hang up. Later. See ya. Bye.